the ancestral homeland of Ramatishaloni, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatishaloni have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatish community, and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. Next, we have um, a public comment. This is a special meeting, so we're not taking any general public comment for items not on the agenda. Next, we have a uh, closed session, um, approval of the uh, closed session. I'm sorry, uh, President Wong, we yes. do have public comment for items on closed session agenda. Yes, um, thank you for uh, mentioning that. So for um, for approval of closed session agenda, we can uh, take um, public comment for this item. Uh, is Can you uh, call up any public commenters? Chris Jernodek, next. Testing, testing. Good evening, my name is Chris Jernodek and I'm commenting on closed session item number two. This month I finished 10 years of service as the Board of Supervisors appointee to the Elections Commission, including three years as president. I've also been an advocate for better election systems for over 20 years. Given the importance of this issue to the community, I'm concerned with the rush and that you may not have had time to consult with experts knowledgeable on this topic. While the initial media reports only mentioned districts, the California Supreme Court recently clarified last year that proportional systems like proportional ranked choice voting or PRCV can also be used to resolve California Voting Rights Act claims. These systems are designed for cities like San Francisco where our diversity is spread throughout the city. Many minority communities aren't concentrated in high enough numbers in any one area to benefit from districts. Districts would only divide these communities further. The Board of Education, who received a similar letter, recognized this on Tuesday and amended the resolution to, to include these options. I urge you to do something similar, to include consideration of these other options, and to consult with experts before, before proceeding down the road towards districts. Thank you. Next is Supriya Ray. Good evening, um, everyone here. My name is Supriya Ray. I am a parent of two kids in SFUSD and a San Francisco resident. I keep thinking about coming one of these days to a city college class and hope to do so when I can find the time. Anyways, it's the first time I've been here, and the reason I'm coming is because I wanted to comment on the same topic that Mr. Jonik just commented on, which is Mr. Rafferty's threat letter to the board. I also commented before the Board of Education on this, and so I just wanted to talk about a couple of issues that are really concerning to me. I can see that this board, both from looking at all of you and from looking online, is a very diverse board. That is also true of the SFUSD Board of Education. It is very hard for me to imagine that a move to district elections would actually somehow improve the diversity of either board. This seems like a letter designed to make easy money from an out-of-town lawyer, and I think it would be incredibly unfortunate on so many levels 
were either board to cave on this. And I'm glad that SFUSD did not, that it considered amending its resolution to include other options and, you know, to explore even the possibility of whether change is needed at all. One of the reasons I'm concerned, aside from the fact that the boards are already diverse, is that from what we have seen with district elections in San Francisco, they produce less diverse boards. The Board of Supervisors is less diverse than either the City College Board or the BOE. So I don't really see how this proposed change improves the situation or improves the representation of, you know, so-called minority groups in the city. Um, apart from that, I would say that it's really, really important for us to stand up for what does work and for the fact that we are a successful city in electing people from a range of backgrounds. So I'm very troubled by this. And I want to note, I saw an interview where Mr. Rafferty spoke a couple of days ago on ABC7, and he actually said, as for with respect to Latino and Asians, he said that their votes were different from the rest of the electorate. And he said, both of those communities care a lot more about education than the rest of the electorate. I think that's very disturbing and wrong. So this is the Board of Education from SFUSD, what they did. And I wanted to just hand this into you. I'm not saying you should do exactly this, but it's an example of how to find other options. I think you could write something way simpler. Thank you. Next is Abigail Bornstein. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, thank you. So I would like to speak to the closed session agenda item regarding the CVRA demand letter. It appears to me as a conflict of interest to have the very board members that this litigation will be impacting to be deciding how to proceed. Have any of the current trustees calculated if this issue will impact your ability to continue on the board or to run for re-election? Is that driving your vote on this issue? Your position can be viewed as self-interest. You can't separate your personal self-interest from what is in the best interest for the institution. For this reason, what you will be discussing behind closed doors appears to me and many others as a conflict of interest. That conflict of interest needs to be addressed prior to any closed door discussions on the matter. How will this conflict of interest be addressed? Thank you. Next is Diane Silver. Good evening, can you hear me? Yes. Thank you. Uh, my name is Diane Silver. I'm speaking on behalf of Fair Vote, which is a national nonpartisan nonprofit organization that works to promote electoral reform, including proportional representation. And I just want to amplify and support some of the comments that you've already heard, namely, Switching to districts is not the only option available uh, to respond to this threat and may not in fact remedy the problem. Um, retaining at-large elections, but switching to a different voting method, such as proportional ranked choice voting or cumulative voting or limited voting, um, any of those could be a better solution and could also be used as a remedy to settle the threat without a costly court case. Um, my organization, Fair Vote, is, is a recognized expert on these voting methods, and we stand ready to assist you in any way that we can. Um, with our local partners, some of whom are, have spoken already, 
um, we can help in evaluating and comparing the potential impact of these various options so that the board can act in the best interest of all San Francisco voters. So I urge you to take time to evaluate all of these available options and not rush to a final solution as you consider the issue this evening. Thank you very much. Next is Sani Mohammed Zadi. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, wonderful. My name is Sunny. I am a faculty member in the math department, um, a full-time faculty member uh, for about 10 years now. And I would like to also reiterate the points made by um, Chris Jordanik and, uh, and Ms. Diane. Um, I would like to, add, so to, to, to reiterate that, their points, I would like to encourage you to leave open the possibility of other uh, electoral systems, uh, including ones like ranked choice voting that we already are able to implement in the city because we already do implement them for the mayor's election and for supervisor elections. And I just want to read from the Supreme Court PICO decision uh, on, on the California Supreme Court PICO decision on page 19 that uh, Chris was referring to. Specifically, it says, in addition to district elections, several alternative at-large election methods, cumulative voting, limited voting, and ranked choice voting, uh, would each enhance Latino voting power and their ability to uh, elect candidates of their choice. Uh, we th can think of no reason why a CVRA claim based on any of these alternate at-large election methods should depend on such a showing. So, I really want to, again, encourage you to make sure that you, uh, whatever resolution you come to, includes the ability to research these. Uh, I, even if you, in the end, do not decide to go down any of these methods, please leave the door open for that. Please consider working with Fair Vote, as they are an excellent organization. Um, and um, again, I'm speaking as someone who is a City College faculty member and a parent of two uh, children in SFUSD. So, you know, for myself, I have a lot uh, of, uh, of investment in this topic. Um, thank you for your time. That concludes public comment for this item. Thank you. Uh, is there a motion to approve the closed session agenda? Moved by Trustee Salm and uh, seconded by Trustee Chisti. Grace, can you please call the roll? Student Trustee Brand, your advisory vote, please. Aye. President Wong? Yes. Vice President Martinez? Yes. Trustee Chisti? Trustee Solomon? Trustee Chung? The motion passes. We're going to recess for a closed session and return at 8 p.m. optimistically. Thank you.
Already stop? We have reconvened from closed session. We have no reportable actions. Uh, do you have a motion to adjourn the meeting? Moved by Trustee Chung, second by BP Martinez. I'll take that by acclamation. We're adjourned.